Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to YHHTMPC. <clears throat> wait, 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 wait. What does that mean exactly? Oh, yeah. You haven't heard This Music Podcast, a show about introducing lesser-known music of lesser-known artists from all over the world. And now, without further ado, a one, a two, a one, two, three, four. Hello and welcome to You Haven't Heard This Music Podcast, a podcast about listener music by listener artists that we believe are as good, if not most of the time better than that in the mainstream. Uh, back with another Artist of the Week. Uh, our Artist of the Week this week is Brad Dacey. Dacey? Dacey? I'm sure that uh, correct me in a minute. Uh, he's the guy that you can hear at the very start of our intro. He does the monologue. There's a bit of a story behind all that, and I'm sure we'll get into it in a minute. Um, if you would be so kind, folks who are listening, if you'd be so kind to go and check us out and follow us and do all that good stuff over at www.yhhtmpc.com. That's our landing page. That's where we do everything. That's everything that we do. You'll find there. You'll find our vlogs, our blogs. You'll find all the episodes. You'll find the B-sides, uh, Artists of the Week, everything is over there. Um, so if you want to find out what we do, that's the place to go. Uh, if you want to send in your music and you want to be a part of what we do, you can send your music and your EPKs to info at yhhtmpc.com. If you want to support us, you can do that over at buymeacoffee.com forward slash yhhtmp. Every little helps. But yes, um, so this is going to be our Artist of the Week, Brad, Day, Brad Dacey, and we'll be chatting about all things music, what he's up to and all that, and we'll listen to some of his music. So without no further ado, this is that. Trying to take shots at me. 
Trevor Noah, don't you know now? Idiots try to waste their day to bring me down. I'm just enthused, they think about me. Reminds me of when I'm on the crapper, taking a crap, breaking it down. The stabs mean nothing but scat. So many people hide behind a device to say what they gotta say. Just say it to my face. Haters on my back, like flies on crap. Think I'm sick of that. Party's getting started. Watch me golf clap. I'm higher than a cloud, bigger than that, bigger than a crowd. Of two measly haters gonna bury their lives in dirty shrouds. Punks in my basement got their heads in the clouds. search within and wonder why got these haters up on me and don't know why selling their lives i ain't ever gonna buy just a bunch of sissies grandma's nickname was sissy never been to sicily think it's in italy never gonna stop making these beats i ain't never gonna stop making music is like fuel to my fire a burning desire cut through like barbed wire dad used to burn rubber and squeal tires he called it a smoke show the more I think about crushing beats, I get back up on my feet, won't show a defeat. The more I think about being on stages, tearing it up, rocking your ass at the next show. Boom! You can't stop me, can't stop me, you're so shoddy. Trying to take shots at me, the only shots I'll be doing are shots of whiskey. And you won't be doing them with me. I'll be rocking the party to buy a 3 a.m. commercial rivalry. Won't ever come close to me, you're too blind to see. <laughs> You'll be begging a cop a plea. Yeah. Uh, you can't stop me, can't stop me, you're so shoddy Trying to take shots at me, the only shots I'll be doing are shots of whiskey And you won't be doing them with me, yeah uh, I'll be rocking the party to 5 or 3 a.m. commercial rivalry Won't ever come close to me, you're too blind to see <laughs> You'll be begging a cop a plea Let's go It's a show-off showdown Gonna prove to the world you're nothing but a clown Gonna get you shut down, this is a throwdown Come to my house, you'll get barrels in your mouth Don't bring a knife to a gunfight Gonna kung fu you, put one through you Gonna show you off by the end of tonight Can't negotiate, can't make the situation right If you can't stop me, you can't rock me Love the movie Rocky 3 And enter the dragon with Bruce Lee Both are good movies Watch your damn mouth, gonna take you down so Show you what I'm all about, wanna feed me all the stout Fat chance, I hold a lot of clout Your ego is so dry, nothing but a drought You can't stop me, can't stop me, you're so shoddy Trying to take shots at me, the only shots I'll be doing are shots of whiskey And you won't be doing them with me I'll be rocking the party to 5 or 3 a.m. Commercial rivalry Won't ever come close to me, you're too blind to see You'll be begging a cop a plea Trying to take shots at 
cobble, please. Yeah, please. Damn, bro. Hello, Brad. Hello there. Is it Brad Dacey or Dassey? Yeah, it's Dassey. How'd you get that moving car in there? That was super cool. <laughs> just uh, visuals for the uh, video portion of the podcast. Obviously, um, not everybody listens on Spotify. Some people listen on YouTube, so need yeah. something for the uh, visual side. Um, yeah, so we just played that song. You seem heavily influenced by the white hip hop of the late nineties. Well. Yeah, no, the uh, late 80s, early 90s. Yes, I I would agree with that. Yeah, um, so you, you, you must love uh, like artists like the Beastie Boys. Um, Definitely love them. Yeah, some, yeah. one of my biggest regrets was uh, not getting to see those guys live. Yeah. Yeah. I heard they, uh, they put on a killer show. Yeah, I, I heard that. I've seen some of their stuff on YouTube, but it's not quite the same. Um, so who, who would you say are your influences when it comes to your music? My biggest influence would be uh, definitely Eminem. Uh, okay. Tim, Timbaland, for sure. Um, I just love the way that he shapes the music industry by helping other artists, you know, by making beats for them. Yeah. Now you try to do that as well, don't you? Yeah, I'm hoping. Uh, eventually, if I'm not making my own music, I'm helping other artists craft their own beats. Okay. I'm not going to lie to you. This is the first time I've ever had an interview with the back of someone's head. This is new to me. Oh, I'm sorry. I just wanted <laughs> to give you a rendition. No, no, no. It's, 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 it looks, looks very busy there. Yeah, it's it's a lot. There's a lot of stuff. This is my bedroom studio. So, um, Right. I've, up here because downstairs it feels kind of clustered and there's no windows down there so i have a window to look out i got fresh air and just a new atmosphere up here new inspiration right so is this where you do your music or do you do your music in a like a proper studio yeah this is where i've been doing my music lately um sometimes if i'm adding reverb to my vocals i'll just record right here it doesn't matter if I get the room ambience. I have uh, programs that cut out the reverb in the background for the room noise. Um, depends on how picky I am, but sometimes I'll go downstairs in my vocal booth that I've designed and built myself and uh, isolate, you know, my voice. So really okay. depends on the vibe and, you know, uh, whatever the song brings. And is all of that stuff plugged into your, is it, is it, is it all going into the computer? Yes, it is. So this is my compressor right here. This is compressing my voice, which also controls um, the loudness of uh, when I do my vocals as well. Um, this is a new piece of machinery that I just got. Um, it's called Machine 2, and um, it's absolutely amazing. I love it. Uh, this is my soundboard right here. So I got 
the audio piping into my board. My mic is piping into the board. My mic is also piping into my Zoom, which I have the ability to do all kinds of cool things. Nice. So I can do pretty cool effects with my voice, and sometimes when I'm doing uh, the chorus part of my voice, um, I'll put this deep effect on here and just sing it out with a deep voice, and then I'll just kind of sandwich vocals together and just get creative. Okay. You do a lot of voice work as well, don't you? So uh, I I imagine that comes in useful with the voice work that you do. Yes, um, so I have the Neumann TLM-103. I do a lot of voiceovers, and uh, so I was using AKG mics for a while, but then um, I was uh, talking to a voiceover coach who's done a lot of NFL and NHL, and uh, he's been doing a lot of um, Ford commercials now lately, but he recommended the Neumann uh, TLM, and so I... I uh, <laughs> broke the bank a little bit, and I got it. So, but I'm <laughs> the glad. whole the whole setup look, looks like it's broke a lot of banks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we won't uh, go. We won't even go there. But yeah, um, it's uh, I'm I'm very fortunate and blessed to have come across people or you know this great equipment that makes it sound great. Um, you don't have to have a twenty thousand dollars studio to sound good. No, it helps. But no, you don't. Um, I'm surprised to see, although it's a big monitor, I'm surprised you only have one monitor. I thought you'd have had two, two maybe three monitors. Yeah, um, I do uh, I do want to get two or three monitors eventually, but uh, sometimes I go back Space and forth. Space as well, I suppose. Yeah, I go back and forth from my laptop screen, and then here I can share screens. So if I'm live streaming, I can see my main screen here, but then I can see the live stream software and see what's going on and when people are commenting and saying things. Um, okay. I can comment back. And how long have you been doing the voiceover work? So I started off in radio um, a long time ago on AM radio. AM 980 WCUB. And it was in uh, a place called Manitowoc. And so that's in Wisconsin, USA. And... Um, Anyway, I just, uh, I didn't have any, like, intros or any kind of cool stuff to um, go along with my show. It was just, you know, popping in and out of songs and blah, blah. It was kind of boring. So I'm like, well, let me just kind of get into the voiceover thing and just do my own show intros. And at the time, I thought they sounded good. I'd say they sound average, not the best, but, um, and then I was like, okay, this is dumb. I'm introing my own show with my own voice (laughs) so anyway but that's kind (laughs) of how i got inspired into doing voiceovers and then uh from there i just kept on learning more and more um i've done some commercials i've done pre-recordings for the transit system in this area they had installed some kind of a system where they have pre-recorded announcements so coming up grand street so then i would record you know over 300 street names and then they would load it into their system and everybody riding the bus, you know, it was all fully automated. So have you worked on anything that our listeners might've heard? Um, I've done a lot of videos outside the, uh, USA area as well. Um, I'm trying to think here. 
just for random companies that, you know, have promo videos about their software or how to use a specific, um, you know, piece of hardware or software, um, like product videos, not just commercials, but, um, I don't know. I'm not too sure, uh, if anybody would recognize any of my work, but I've heard people say, oh man, I thought I heard your voice on that radio station the other day. So was that, that's the thing when, when I listen to your stuff that you've done, cause you've got like a portfolio of stuff on your website. Um, I, I could, I could just, I, I thought, I'm sure I've heard his voice before. I'm sure I've heard him before somewhere. You you, you sound like somebody you should be announcing. Like, you know, you listen to the trailers at the start of movies. Yeah. You sound like that person who should be like, who's um, narrating over the the trailer. Um, Yeah. You've got got the whole voice thing down, definitely. I do want to (laughs) eventually get to that point. Yeah, I don't. I shouldn't be even podcasting. My voice, I sound like, <laughs> I, I don't know if you know Johnny Vegas. He's is a, uh, a British comedian. I, you sound just fine. I, I would tell you, uh, your voice is just fine for podcasts. You, you Americans seem to love the British accent now, so that, that goes in my favor. Yeah, I, uh, I'm not going to lie. Um, I started liking the British accent when I received the Spice Girls CD for Christmas from my mom. That would be a put off for most people. Uh, ages ago. But no, I just, I don't know. I loved uh, just their accent. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't know. Super sexy. Anyway. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So obviously yeah, music and voiceover, they can two completely different things. How long have you been doing the music? How long have you been doing music? Sorry. I've been doing music uh, definitely a lot longer. Um, since I was about 14 or 15 back in 1996, um, I'm 15 now, just kidding. I'm 38. <laughs> um, so I've been doing it, uh, quite a long time over 20 years. Um, I've just evolved over time. And originally when I started out, I was recording on, um, tons of cassette tapes. And then by the end result, when I had the song done, because uh, I kept looping it. I'd record a piece, and then I'd loop it, and then I'd play something else and record it again. And then by the time everything was done, it was like all that tape hissing in the background. And so when computers, you know, when I learned about how to record on computers, I'm like, dude, this is so pristinely quiet, and there's no hissing, and it's amazing. And oh, my gosh, it was amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you just played that song of yours. Um... And uh, as an absolute professional, I forgot what it was called. It's called Can't Stop Me. Yeah. Uh, so what, what, what's that song about? So um, as a musician or as any kind of a, a go-getter, um, you have all these obstacles in life and society being one of them. Um, just random people that don't know you, but they just, I don't know, they just got to try to bring you down. Um, just because I don't know if they're happy with their lives or whatever, but, um, it seems like even when I put out positive things, like anything positive, like last night I put this cool Christmas light video on, it was the lights. I mean, they have massive amount of lights along their whole yard and you tune in on a radio station 
and listen from your car and it's syncing up the music syncs with the lights and all these little lights are all blinking around and it's fun it's cool so i put that on my youtube last night you know thinking people might think that's cool and boom five dislikes right away so you just what is there to dislike about it uh, i mean honestly there's a lot of childish people out there that just have to try to bring you down so i thought well um you got to stay above your your level of game and so i think a, a lot of a lot of this stuff tries to tear you down like okay you shouldn't be doing music and oh blah blah so it's kind of a it's kind of a song that um portrays strength for people that are trying to do you know what they want to do and they're being pulled in and down and trying to be stopped um so it's kind of sending a message to those random people out there that hey you know i'm not going to stop making music I'm not going to stop my voiceovers. I'm not going to stop putting cool stuff on my channel. Um, you just can't stop me. And so. It's a cool message. It's a good message. It's a good message, especially in this day and age, but uh, more and more people are putting things out in public on like uh, YouTube and what have you. Uh, it's, it, it, I think it's one of those, if you're going to put yourself out in the public, I think you need to have strong shoulders because it doesn't matter how good you are, you, you're going to get people who are going to oppose you. And I'm sure people like Adele, Eminem, they all have their haters. As good as they are, they, they have people who lash out at them, they troll them on social media. It's yeah. just the na nature of the beast, unfortunately. We've got people who said things about us. It's kind of like you just ignore them. If they're on social media, block them. It's it's an unfortunate thing to it, it, it does hurt, you know, you, you see you see these comments and it, 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 you try not to let it bother you, but it, it's just natural that it, it does, unfortunately. Um, yeah, it, 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 it is. It's a pretty uh, sad day and age, but you know, just a message out there. You can't stop me. So no, but, it's good, and the music's subjective. Because at the end of the day, there are you know there are going to be people who dislike your work. It's just the the way it is. But you just need, I think, you need to try somehow to focus out on those and focusing on the ones that on on the, the positive messages because. But yeah, saying that though, I, mean, I can have I can have fifty positive messages a day, and then one bad one, and it's that yeah. one bad one that I'll focus on. I know exactly. Uh, it's mm. terrible, and so the the message I'm trying to send is, you know, don't feel like you can be stopped because if you love what you do and you have a passion for it and you're good at it, keep going because those people out there are just jealous. Music subjective, so just you know, just it, I, I, I like music because it's an art, and it is. There's a lot that goes into making a song. I mean, you gotta first, you gotta find the right kick drum, you gotta find the right snare, you gotta find the right instruments that blend well together so they're not fighting frequencies, you know, and mm -hmm. then you gotta worry about cleaning up all the audio and the you know the frequency eq and all this and that and muddiness and there's and then the you've got to make sure that what sounds brilliant through your monitors also also yeah. sounds okay through some cheap earphones as well yep. and it's yeah. and balance the of the two you put some headphones on uh through your phone every every aspect and then you can do uh reference tracks too to see if your eq um is in the range of uh 
you know, a professionally mixed track. So then you can kind of get the same range of EQ. You, you, you do all that in that little set. I'm, I've been in bands. So we, we've been in studios pretty much like this behind me. So that's the kind of somebody who's doing all the technical stuff for us. But you sit I there see. in that space and you do all that yourself. I do. Yeah. So it, it saves a lot of money. Uh, I don't have to send it to a mixing engineer and then I don't have to send it to a mastering engineer. I just try to do everything myself and eventually. If I get a record deal someday, I mean, all this will be done for me eventually. But, um, yeah, there's different in, – in real studios, there's different levels of speakers, and there's a sub, and there's tweeters, and just many different ranges of sound, and probably some good speakers and then some crappy ones. And so it really – you can measure the sound uh, along a broad range of different kind of speaker systems. Yeah, but I think the – my co-host Ema, um, she's from Ireland. She she's self-produced. Also, she does all her music herself. She's done. She's been to uni to study music, so she knows how to mix, master, and everything. She does everything herself at home in a bedroom, and she's proved that with the technology that's available now, you can produce in your bedroom. Yeah. And you've you've done it. I'm listening to the the quality of the music that you produced. You've proved that you can produce the uh, good quality music in your bedroom that's just as good, if not better, than that that was about in the nineties. Yeah, because the techno the technology today is better than what they had had then. So you, yeah, it's just learning to play with the uh, the room that you have. That's right, and uh, they have good audio repairing programs like Isotope RX Nine Advanced. So even like you can hear the room ambience of my voice right now because it's bouncing back and forth on my wall and this this room isn't treated um simply because well you know the place i live in i can't really put a lot of stuff on the walls anyway um uh, i rent so eventually when i have my own studio it'll be nice but um my program can cut all that echo out real nicely like as if it was never recorded in this environment mm, i don't have that benefit my room is an echo chamber. You, 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 as a professional salmon, will listen to my music and think that is horseshit, and it is. But I'm I'm currently working on um, a studio outside that's going to be nice and uh, dulled out for the for future episodes. But at the moment, yeah, this is not a good room at all. Yeah. But it it, it works. <laughs> Yeah, you roll with what you got. Hmm. Um, right. So, yeah, you've you sent over loads of music. You've you've done you've done lots. Um, so the the music you've sent over is that some is that work that you've been doing recently, or is that yeah. all all the work that you've done over a span of time? A lot of songs that I sent you, except for maybe one or two, uh, were all recorded this year. Um, I've been pounding out a lot of songs this year maybe 10 or 12. Um, I can write songs within 24 hours and fully produce the whole thing, mixed and mastered um, from, like, nothing. Okay. Um, sometimes it takes me a couple days, depending on if I can get the right EQ and the mastering down. Um, still learning a lot, but it is a, it's a fun journey. We are students of music. We never fully learn, I don't think. Yeah. Always learning. Um, 
I've never really been interested in the technical side. It's I've just, like I'm a percussionist and drummer personally. I play a little piano, and uh, if I do anything, I like to get somebody who knows what they're doing to do it for me. I'm just lazy that way. But um, done faster yeah. too. So <laughs> yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Uh, so what what's uh, what what's happening next year? What you got planned for next year? Next year, I'd like to uh, really get out and do some real shows. Um, I think I okay. have well over two hundred and fifty songs. I've I've done uh, piano, instrumental, and just orchestral stuff, um, hip hop and rap. But I think I got enough uh, music to do probably like ten hour shows. <laughs> So I'm going to pick and choose some songs and uh, go get out there and, and try to book some shows and make a go at this thing. Um, I've been really uh, trying to get the music out on uh, Spotify and Apple Music and all the other platforms and Napster. You remember Napster when it came out? Um, yeah. Yeah, it was outstanding. I'd, I'd have like 500 songs lined up in my queue overnight and then I'd wake up and, oh, they're there. <laughs> but anyway no i i think uh the digital music age um helps and hurts in a way that you know people can't rip your stuff off or they can stream it and then you get royalties and they can buy it too but um a lot of my music's free anyway i just i really want to just send good messages and good music and get some good vibes out there going even if it's free I think that's a good attitude to have when it comes to music industry. It's nice to make money, but the the music industry is so tough and there's so much out there now that it's hard to break out and make a living in the music industry. I mean, some of the best artists we've had on the podcast probably don't make a, an amazing living. But yeah. that, that, like, like last week's artist of the week, Luke on Cannon, you you might know him from the when he did the JCB song. I don't okay. know if that was big in America, but yeah, it, he he was he was massive. He got number one singles in the charts and everything, and he's he's looking to get his first mortgage now at the age of forty three. So it's, first it's, it's mortgage. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It's a difficult it's a difficult industry to make money in, unfortunately. Well, it should it should be easy. I think if you're in the right area, it's like promoters, managers, like they know how to exploit artists for money, but artists themselves aren't making the money right you got you got all this knowledge of how to do everything and you got a great song but the the back end of everything is marketing and getting it out and they're making the money and you're not yeah yeah exactly yeah that's why we did this podcast as well we need to help provide a platform for lesser known artists without them having to pay so we get loads of PR people emailing us all the time. And I know these PR people are getting paid a fortune. And then you've got the the record labels. They take a massive cut of any money that's made. And, yeah, so it's nice to be a voice out there that's not taking money off the artist. (laughs) And I always say, it's like, I don't think the artist should have to pay to have their music listened to. It's something I've always said. If if a painter... A famous painter paints a piece of work and puts his art up in an art gallery. He won't then go out onto the street and say to a passerby, "Here's twenty pounds. Here's twenty dollars. Come and have a look at my painting." That, and that right. that's that's what a lot of artists are doing. Here, let me pay you to come and have a listen to my work. That's ridiculous. Yeah. I know it's it's it is absolute crap. 
but you seem to be doing it for the love of doing it, which is good because a lot of artists aren't doing that anymore. Uh, that that they want they want the fame, they want the money, and you're saying that you know you, you've got a message that you want to send out, and you want to bring some positivity. And you're not really bothered about the music. You put a lot of free stuff out there, and I think yeah. that's good. I think that's something that's you know I think that's a good base to start from. Right. If I get one or two fans, you know, a day or a couple, you know, every couple of weeks, it's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a win because exactly I won somebody over and I didn't have to spend $50 million to advertise it out there. You know, um, it, it is a passion of mine. And, uh, honestly, I, I don't ever find myself stopping on making music anytime soon. Awesome. Um, we're not going to be able to play all of the catalog you sent over. We'll play it with another song of yours. I've chose one of them. Um, it was the second one on the list, okay. um, which is, it was a story of a loss, uh, a loved one. Um, we'll play out with that song. Uh, but before we do, if, if our followers and our listeners, they do want to find you and they want to follow you and, uh, listen to your more of your stuff and show you some love and whatever. Where can they, where can they get hold of you? Well, they can get a hold of me, uh, on my website, um, braddassymusic.com. And there's a contact form on there. Just fill that out and then it'll go right to my email and I'll just respond back. <clears throat> Unless it's hate mail. Um, everything <laughs> on, like, keep YouTube. that shit to yourself. Yeah. Uh, YouTube and Twitter and all them, uh, it's just, uh, forward slash Brad Dassey music. So B R A D D A S S E Y and then music. So my Facebook, same thing, facebook.com forward slash Brad Dassey music. If there's anything, uh, you know, your listeners want to get a copy of, um, just shoot me a message on my website and I'll be more than happy to send the free MP3 over. And uh, definitely appreciate your support. And awesome. uh, you know, if you can share share my music, if uh, if it does move you in some way. And if uh, any of the podcasters that listen to this, do you do? Because um, obviously, you did that uh, voiceover for us. Do you do that uh, for for a living? So, if uh, any podcasters wanted to uh, purchase your services, would you be able to do that for them? Yeah, um, I do it pretty affordably. I do. Uh, I have a full production studio with tons of royalty-free uh, music beds and sound effects, um, and so I can fully produce podcast intros and outros and show uh, stuff for your YouTube channels or SoundCloud or whatever you do podcasting on. Um, fully produced, you know, it's anywhere from twenty-five to fifty bucks uh, just for an intro and outro. Uh, depends on how much you know, goes into it, but an average, uh, average intro outro is about 15 to 30 seconds, maybe 45. Um, and then obviously we have to write scripts because if you don't know what to say or how you want to start the intro or, you know, uh, we can talk about that. So then that's just more time involved, but definitely less than 75. It's average about 25, 50 bucks. Awesome. And uh, we are absolutely, truly grateful for the uh, intro you did for us. I, I didn't even realize I needed an intro because we've, we've had that piece of music for such a well, for, for a while now, which which was fine. It was just an intro piece to the. Um, to I just the show. Thought, 
Um, I got a, yeah, I just received a Twitter uh, comment saying, well, hey, you know, if you can send us a really good intro and whatever. So then I'm like, yeah, I'm game for it. So then, I don't know, I just did some improv. And I'm like, uh, I, I took your acronym from the Twitter because it was abbreviated. And then, so I thought, well, I'll incorporate that because I'm using that as your tagline because that's part of your name. Yeah. I'm like, oh, how can I make this kind of funny but memorable too? Because the memorabilia about a specific piece of work is really what people keep coming back to. Like, oh, I, I remember that funny little intro the other day on that podcast and that brought me back to your show again. I just remembered. And so that's mm. why you see a lot of stupid, crappy commercials that are like, oh my God, that was like the dumbest commercial ever. But there's a reason. It's because but you remember that. You remember it. It may you may not need the product or service right now, but you know. So I thought, well, how yeah. can I incorporate? I'm like, wait a minute, wh what does that mean? <laughs> so then yeah. I just you know, spit out the whole thing. Well, we we never we never had anyone doing monologue for us until a week before before you sent us the email saying, check check me out, check out this. Um, also, if you need a monologue, um, I'll, I'll do voiceovers, and it was only that week. I put a monologue on at the, at the start of the show. A guy called um, Cade Hoppy. Uh, he's an artist, and he sent in his music, and he sent in a video of him explaining his music, why he does and everything. And I thought his voice, his dulcet tones were absolutely amazing, and I've never needed anyone to do a monologue at the start of the show before, but right now I need his voice. So he, yeah. I, I gave him a little bit of a script and he, um, he he read it all out and I ended up just cutting it down just to a few words and sticking out the start of the podcast. And then you came along and said, oh, I can do, um, it was, I don't think, I don't think I'd have thought twice about it. Had I not have had Cade put the idea in my head in the first place. But then, yeah. when you sent over that, I thought, yeah, that, that's even, but that's, that's even better. I, I, de <laughs> I, def I definitely want to use that. Well, I'm and, always, uh, I'm always uh, trying to just, you know, um, beef people's sound up. So it's, it's just a thing of, uh, I'm not saying your sound sucks. I'm just saying, you know, I'm always, I got a helpful heart, and I'm always willing to help people. Like, you, you can be a hole in the wall in your bedroom and sound amazing, and nobody would ever know. Uh, just mm. the way everything, the audio production comes together and the know-how and the acting. I mean, you got to really act it out when you're doing the intros and the voiceover stuff. It's not just, okay, uh, hey, this is my show. Welcome to this show, blah, blah, blah. You know, you got to put in the effort and the passion and the aggression and just the feeling. You got to bring it to life. Yeah. And we will we will use his um, monologue at some point because we do the mid a midnight live type thing, and he sounds quite sultry. He sounds like very um, Barry Whiteish, like very sexy and deep, deep. So we'll be able to use that for the midnight lives. Um, but your voice, uh, your your voice, was just perfect for the the main episodes. Well done. Yeah, I it kind of the the way you were kind of I, I sent you I sent it over in the email like the the whole uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City when you listen to the raid I don't know if you ever played the games Grand I, Theft I, Autos. I was younger, but I forgot how those go. It's kind of like but it's like the cheesy intros to the radio stations that you get yeah. on. I thought, and it's like, yeah, that's brilliant. 
<laughs> yeah, that's, that's what I want. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I love it. So we do thank you for that. And also, we look forward to having you back. Did we organize a date for next year? For no. the main show? We didn't. Uh, we didn't. I need to send over some dates then. So we'd love to have you back on the main show if you'd be up for it. Um, yeah. That's the the main podcast. It's more entertaining. Uh, it's more like a pan- Hi. <laughs> it's um, it's uh, more like a panel show type thing. Um, but yeah, we'd love to have you back for that. I'll send over some dates. It'll probably be February, maybe March. Okay. Sounds good. So if you get if you have any uh, new stuff out then, you'll be able to push that. Sounds great. Awesome. Well, uh, yeah, we're going to play it with that song now. And yeah, Brad, I just want to say thank you for taking time out for us. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you. Yeah, thank you for taking the time to have me. And uh, yeah, we'll speak to you soon. This is a story of a loss of loved one. Story of a loss of loved one A loved one This is a story of a loss All of us suffered one time or another The loss of a mother The loss of a brother Maybe your grandmother Whether it's your sister Or a brother from another mother Who you love like no other Went everywhere together In any kind of kind of weather your heart out on your sleeve like a feather Joined at the hip, bound at the legs with a better This is a story of a loss of loved one This is a story of a loss of loved one A story of a loss of loved one This is a story of a loss Wanna be alone or lonely So pick up the phone and call your friend Be choosy You lay there at night thinking what you could have done To be a better friend But You're already a good friend to so many people You don't need to do nothing You reap what you sow Learn as you go You know what you know What nobody knows Live your life, let yourself go This is a story of a loss of loved one a lifetime to live a life but in an instant you could die from cancer or a car crash save all your life savings and lose your cash wishing on a wishbone doesn't last love andre from outcast wishing you could bring somebody back from the past everybody wants cash cash doesn't last this is a story of a loss of love
story Someday, I thought, well, I'm gonna come visit my grandmother's grave. So here's my grandmother, Marlene. She had taught me about music when I was a kid. And so I'm very thankful for everything she's taught me about playing chord progressions on the organ. And uh, without her, I probably wouldn't have completed about 250 songs now. And I keep thinking to myself, I gotta do something with my life. I gotta do something with this music. It's just sitting there online. So I put my two week notice in at work the other day and I'm gonna pursue my music career, whatever that is, I don't know, but I'm trusting in God because God told me to quit my job and pursue this music dream because I think this is definitely what I need to do with my life. And I'm excited and I'm nervous at the same time, but I'm here visiting my grandma. And grandma, I just want you to just send any kind of spiritual vibes down to me anytime you think I should do something. I pray whatever you're about to do, Lord, in these next coming months that you would just do miraculous things. In Jesus' name, amen. Summer is right around the corner, and you know what that means. Cooking out, diving in and soaking up a whole lot of sunshine. The Home Depot has everything you need to start your summer right. Upgrade your cookout game with Traeger grills and smokers. Then gather around a new Hampton Bay patio set with family and friends. It feels like Memorial Day at the Home Depot with savings on summer fun. The Home Depot, how doers get more done. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.